Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have Vic Johnson on. How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? It's good, good. to be here on the on the Monkey Cast. It's nice to be here. <laughs> we had a little rough, a little rough bump in the beginning, but we got it. We're all set now. Good, Nick is uh, a master guitar player. Uh, well, you are. <laughs> you're also what, what would you call your style of music because you play with a lot of various artists and somebody it would be dip you know there's always so many people like me like it's the genre like it's math rock it's prog rock it's i find you more of like um harmony rock like you you always have a good melody which is that's kind of to cool. me it's it, well it's also a compliment because it's if you don't remember it yeah <laughs> i could yeah. go sit again yeah, I, I, I it's good i mean i get asked all, all time just by you know friends or people I meet and they find out you're a musician they're just like what kind of style are you playing I'm I mean I just kind of say it's it's you know rock rock music I mean I think if I was to sit here and like try to genre it we'd be here all day I, I don't I don't quite know well that's, that's just more of an interesting it's more of just a kind of a feeling question because some people be like yeah it's this or this and as I get older yeah and yell at kids between yelling at kids get off my lawn and the genre question pops up and i'll and i'll be like i really don't know anymore because i consider a lot of music just rock and i can start rock from like bill haley rock you know what i'm saying it's still got sure. still got that rock in, in, into it right and you yeah. can you can blister off yeah but you know certain acts play certain things. you do have a certain style of music you play and a lot of acts you favor are certain you know packaged a certain way and a certain kind of music you know yeah, the other artists you play with are phenomenal. But let's talk about you, a as a guitar player, starting off right out of the right out of the gate, solo albums. Yeah, your sixth one you just released. Are you working on your sixth one right now? I'm confused because you also yeah. have a, a new album out too, with you singing, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. So back to the solo. How many? I mean, I started I started uh, putting them out. I think just over ten years ago. I about to put the sixth solo record out um in the fall it's going to come out so pretty soon okay thankfully that, that's it's all kind of done and just in the holding pattern now yeah, uh, you might want to wait it feels, yeah it feels nice to kind of just you know burn everything and move on so uh but no I, I, that'd be my sixth one and then yeah i did a project with with my neighbor <laughs> called archival he's just a good you know old friend of mine and and uh we we decided we like hanging out. Let's let's make a record in your basement, and so that's what we did. You know, but it, it I've always been so. It sounds like like you're like oh, I'm making a demo. It's alright. We just step on you, but we'll step back because you say I made a record with my neighbor in a basement. Yeah, it does that sound like it's so ambient and nice sounding. It doesn't, you know, something that you were like a full band for a while on production, and so you're kind of yeah, underselling yeah. yourself in this project. It's it's kind of how it started. Was just I, I so he literally lived, you know, with the same age and. We lived two houses apart. Well, we did. He moved recently, but I would just, you know, walk over there in my my bare feet, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we just sit. I'd just take my acoustic guitar with me, and we'd sit down in his basement and just listen to records, and you know, just kind of kind of mess around. And next thing you know, we had I don't know twenty or thirty songs, and uh, we just decided to kind of just make a make a record purely for the enjoyment. You know, I. I I'd been touring so much that I had sort of burned myself to a crisp. <laughs> and yeah. I, I essentially, you know, I was kind of at the point where I was kind of like a little bit resentful about what I was doing. I was never home and, and I was just kind of, I was just, you know, 
you, I was working too much, essentially. You know how it is when you work too much. Yeah. And I needed something to kind of recenter me. And it kind of came in the form of, of me attempting to sing with a friend. And it just did this wonderful, it was like a sort of panacea, you know, it just cured everything. It was a wonderful fountain of youth of music. And it just happened to be in a basement where there was a cat litter box and a pool table. It was great. So, yeah. Well, I think it sounds very organic and it sounds usually how the best things happen when you're being the best of who you are. Yeah. It's usually the best way, you know, for to be, to perform, to do everything. It's the most natural, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, at this point too, I'm 30, well, 34, 35. I mean, I just, I just pure, you know, I just don't want to do it for any other reason than, you know, what's like you were saying earlier when we face Kim, it's just, it's all for just, you know, the, the love of it. There's no other reason. Yeah. I'm not on a label. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for any other reason than just to, to try and enjoy myself and, and, you know, spend every day kind of excited about being creative. You know, that's the whole, that's the whole point of all of this for me. That's why I got into it. You know? Yeah, so it's interesting because you have a, a, a huge reputation. You're, you are a young guy. So t- 10 years of the album's out. Wow. That's wild. Right. I, well, but prior to that, I mean, how did you start making your break and getting attention? Because, you probably something actually kind of came in at a good time because the cusp of media and and YouTube becoming a force for guitar players was probably around that window of time, huh? In social media, yeah, I think I think so. I think uh, I think all of it started to happen probably right around the time uh, Instagram maybe showed. I mean, I was I was late to the game. I was late to social media in general. I mean, when I put my first album out, I didn't have any. I don't think I had any presence at all. And it was just purely because I had a I had a friend who was putting records at too, and I was like, oh, I want to try and do that. And I was young, you know, I was I was twenty two or something, twenty three, and uh, I just I figured I, I can I can do this, I, I can try and do this, and just kind of self released it, and, yeah. and and you know at the time what was really popular in my corner of the, the small the little window of the music world was um, this genre that was popping up that's now referred to as gent music. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't, you know, I was essentially, without meaning to be, I was kind of the antithesis of that. I wasn't doing, I mean, if, not that I'm recommending people go back and listen to my first record, but <laughs> please don't. But if you did, it, it's not, you know, there's none of that. And, and I think just by doing what I did, over time slowly you, you find your people you know and by by virtue of, of you know not doing that that these to me it feels very opposite uh, what you're doing now observationally, yeah observationally that that kind of music just it kind of overplayed itself maybe i don't know yeah. but you know everybody was playing the jp guitar everyone was playing the jumper juice guitar i was playing the strat it was just it was literally the opposite of everything so maybe that's why I had a real rocky start with no one gave a shit for years and years and years. And then it was just, Oh, okay. Enough people are interested in this, you know, weird music I've been making in my bedroom. So, and then, you know, I, I can really just, I can really just tether everything back to, I was just trying to be a nice person to everybody I met. And I seemed to get a reputation for just being a nice Canadian boy, you know? And then, and then I got, I got asked to play in a bunch of people's records. It's like friends and stuff asked me to play on the records and, I just sort of propagated in that way. And uh, I ended up making friends with people at, you know, musical instrument companies and 
Schechter and I was friends with some other people at other companies. I won't drop too many names, but it just kind of helped. It all helped. Would I be able to do it again with the landscape, the world? I, I don't know. I have no idea because there's so much going on and it's hard for me to even kind of, you know, I truly feel like the get off my lawn guy now because I don't know. I don't know that. I don't even know what the next generation. I mean, and there is a new generation. I just don't, I don't really know who they are. And I'm sure they're all bigger than me now, but I, I, I don't know who they are. So I'm just, I, I don't know. I actually, I don't know what the next generation is right now. There's got to be I think it's always like, it's like a generation starts off kind of doing their own thing and then they become the D generation. But then the next generation, like you would be here, would be like kind of learning your thing right now. And maybe at some point, eventually you'll start to be so, so out there. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to maybe. say. I also don't care. You know, I, don't. I also don't know just which generations as much anymore. Like it's, because to me, I mean, you had like 60s, great generation of rock, 70s, and then 80s, and, and then 90s, there's a, a handful of music I like out of there, you know? And then, you know, then I start cherry picking through the years. You know, it's really about artists really put the time in. And like I said, with the 70s, if you have the 70s, you got an album, you're not going to be the first. They're going to work you with three albums. They're going to. So to me, I'm not saying there are artists I aren't talented. Just to me, I like an invested artist and to go with their growth. You know, right, right. I'll enjoy, I'll buy their bad album. You know what I mean? Their experimental <laughs> album. Good for you. That's what you want to do. Who wants to go to work and have the same thing every day? You know what I mean? I actually support that part of it, artists. Cause, yeah, that's great. You know? We need, you know, more people. You, well, you know, what's funny is I, I, I haven't done it. I think bad. I mean, like the audience goes, that's the worst album ever. You know what I mean? Unless we're talking yeah. about Lulu. Unless we're talking about Lulu, and unfortunately, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I mean, if you, if, yeah, if you like an artist, you, you like them, you like them for, you know, their growth and, and right. their mind. But, you know, it's funny talking about this stuff because I, I don't feel like I really have anything to say because, you know, I've been, I've been out of the, I've been out of the loop. I, I don't work anymore. Like I haven't done anything since January. Uh, the last thing I did was I went to NAM before the pandemic. So I, you know, like, I don't know, man, I don't know. I don't even feel like a musician some days. I just feel like a dude who, who gets to kind of play guitar work on some music. I don't even play guitar that much anymore either, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I hear that a lot, a yeah. lot. And I started doing the show and you get so busy. And I, I just started playing guitar a few years ago. So I'm this cowboy chord guy with yeah. YouTube and stuff. I used to be in bands, like whatever. But to me, it was, I was playing a ton and then I started doing the show. Yeah, I find very time, you know, like Callis is back again. Yeah. I mean, but you know, with that being said, there, there, there's, not much else that occupies my thoughts rather other than, you know, working on music. I, I'm always working on shit, you know, every day I'm, I'm hacking away at something and I'm, I'm trying to just, just trying to live in that world I've been trying to build. And it's, it's been a, it's been a, a decade plus being an architecture of that world. I'm just trying to like, you know, find the right furnishing now to go in the house. It is. I, I like that. I think you're very well spoken and, and, and concise when you're, when you're describing things. And I think what's really interesting with you, because this is actually maybe the generation, is out of the gate, you've kind of had a control, a visual control also of your media. Now, right. past artists, it wasn't always like that because you don't. I only started doing media presence for the show. So like for me, right. I was up for a while and I took it, not just personally, then I went up, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, I, I get tired of it after a while. So generationally, there's different worlds of viewing what social media does. And then, 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 then you got like the algorithms and then you're like, so-and-so is 14 and, and can play guitar, man, better than I could ever, anybody, anybody could ever see and they can play in the room and they're going to have like 2 million hits. 
but they're never going to play a club. Right. You're a touring musician, so you're also doing that. So you're a working musician, performing, but then you then, then but also with videos and your Instagram is very well stylized in a way where it's very professional, which photo is, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't feel like they're overthought, but they're thought of. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and, and there's nothing bad for doing the other kind because sometimes it's fun to be improv, but it's just like different types. What I'm saying is you're very focused on everything you do, I feel. Am I right on that kind of, yeah, or is it a... I think so. I mean, it's not as, it's not as, um, it's not as much of a concern as it maybe once was. Um, I just, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to put anything online now, typically it's, it's not overly personal. I don't do a lot of personal stuff. I just don't, I just don't care enough to, to, to show too much of who I am. I typically am with a guitar or you know, holding a cup of coffee or something. Um, well, I agree. I'm okay with that, though. I mean, actually, didn't you uh, announce like an engagement or some kind of something going on? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't. I wanted, I, to, I wanted to personally say congratulations. That's awesome. Thank, thank you. You know, I don't typically put too much up, but when it's a, you know, something kind of big, that you know, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty but, cool. But um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the of the career and and the the sort of art direction and how I choose to present things yeah it's always been you know i'm not on a label i'm not i'm not uh you know i don't have a manager i don't have agents and stuff i do i can do everything myself so i just i just kind of know what i i, I know what i want to see and mm-hmm. i'm a fan of you know science fiction and horror and and uh stephen king and actually your shirt that reminds me of a stephen king like novel that the, the kind of retro vibe of that t-shirt you're wearing which one which which uh, which um reminds me of like Firestarter or or reminds me of oh like yeah christine or something anyway um you know i want i know what i want things to look like and i i i have learned <laughs> over a decade what i want things to sound like you don't always get there but you know you, eventually you start to kind of land in the neighborhood of what you want to sound like but i i have to be honest with you when it comes to you know looking like I've been intelligent with it every step of the way, that's a complete accident. I mean, so much of it is, is trial and error. I mean, so much of it is also me relying on people who are the, the sort of master of their individual crap. Like if I'm going to get an art, an artist, I don't ever go to an artist, like the guy who's now my good friend, Matt, he does that stuff for me now. Uh, I don't say to him, this is what I want. I, I just go, here's the music, you know, fucking go, you know, and the musicians I play with, I, no, I don't give them direction. I just give them material. It's so for me, it's always been a thing of, I know what I'm good at and I'll let the people respectfully who, who I believe are good at what they do. I'll let them do what they do. Well, I think, and, and then ultimately you end up, you end up with an, with an optic, like someone like yourself goes, it looks like, you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> actually in here, in here okay i'm gonna kick it back at you now right you do know what you're doing because you know who you are you're playing to your strengths right right nowadays you are the new generation the generation is everybody wants to play with somebody that's nice and works and plays well what they taught you in school the first day of school play well with others yeah it's true that's probably the first thing you could ever remember that you could do because rock wasn't always like that musicians were like that nobody needs no one's at a point in their life now where they want a rock star no over a musician they want a kind of person that plays really well and and because the world is so crazy they want to have creative freedom 
So you offer them your kindness. You, you, you're a fantastic guitar player. So that's oh, just okay. a given. But I'm saying, but also to play with, but then you have to sit down with somebody who's not going to give them charts. That, once again, everybody's different. What would be fun into what you're doing is, is putting a mirror on somebody else also. Yeah. Where they're getting, a, you know, their creativity also. So sometimes you get the best when you say to an artist, what do you want to do? Because an artist doesn't get that all the time. Or like, I'll interview somebody and we'll talk and they'll be like, I got to talk. I didn't, I didn't have to answer the same five questions. Yeah. When you, when you challenge somebody to do something different of what they already do all the time, that's, you know, the best thing you can do to that artist. And, and I think you do that and you put that out there. And I want to say the second thing is your eye is, is, is you just have a good eye for what you want. So like when I say visually, I'm not saying your shots look staged. And people want people to follow the links or thing in the videos. They're natural. It shows, you just happen to show what you like. It's not like when you have a picture, once again, if somebody's got a picture in there, I'll get hit with something on Instagram of their guitarist and then the feel be like uh, a guitar laying down by a bunch of books on the beach or something. And I know I think you know, you've seen <laughs> tons of posts like that. I mean, it says musician. It's like all these crazy artsy Pinterest type of copy photos. It's not that either. They're just, cool look at pictures yeah that's good you know? that's good yeah that's, I, that, that's what i mean with that it's not you're not that pre it's not preconceived it's natural yeah. but you have a talent you do have a level of what you you know oh, you're not gonna hack out thank you I'm, I'm glad that comes across i i just i i don't know it's weird I'm, i have a very strange relationship with music i don't i don't tend to think of it think of what i do as or, or as music in general as this mystical thing because the way i know it the way i've always known it is is I just I just come in here and I just I literally work I just work and and at some point you work enough you'll have material and and uh, for me it's just very like you know I get asked sometimes like how do you how do you write this song what's your inspiration there's no inspiration I don't there's there's never inspiration there's little there, sometimes stuff will kind of float in and and you know and and I'm 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 excited about stuff but. Ultimately, I, I, I got to do the work, you know, I got to work. And, and that's why maybe, maybe my stuff sounds the way it does, because I, I treat it, I treat the writing as a, uh, a never-ending job, <laughs> you know. And, and I, I, I remember hearing this, this quote where I won't bore you with trying to figure out who said it, but the whole, the whole thing is, is every day I have a, a date with the muse and, you know, sometimes she shows up you know, meaning every day you're working and may, you know, maybe like, well, tonight's the night, like she's going to show up. You just, the more, the more, you know, the more time you put in, the more, the more result you get, hopefully. So, and that's another, speaking of Stephen King, that's another thing he always would kind of preach. He's like X amount of time every day and you'll, you'll, you'll get, hopefully you hit the target or get a little closer to it, you know? So that, that's my only thing. So it's that plus I love playing guitar and I, I just love, I just love writing music. It's simple as, you know, put the work. And that's, I guess, too, why in, in 10 years, I've been able to release seven albums. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So you started doing solo. You never sang before. You've done some solo stuff. And I don't yeah. ever follow a pattern back over with our conversation. So I, we jump around yeah. just so you know that. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, so now you're singing. Like yeah, all trying. of a sudden, and, and you have a really great voice. And it's it's oh, really... Yeah. It's really not distinguishable where it's like, oh, he sounds like so-and-so, you know? Yeah, I, f I find I have a bit more of a feminine voice. It's a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually think it's, it, it, I would say it, it would be more of 70s rock. If I do like a voice type 
where I feel it's more expansive and there's space for the notes cool. and the melodies. Cool. Yeah. I like that. You, know, you, like you don't that. sound like, you know, a certain album, because I do accept it, but you don't sound like it, but that's the essence of, of the vocal styles. Where it's, uh, yeah. I like you know, that. it's very open. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. I, again, it was, it was something that happened, you know, maybe one day I'll write a, a book about my experience in music and it'll be called something that happened in my neighbor's basement. But no, it was, uh, that sounds like, that sounds like a Stephen King book. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> uh, no, it was just, you know, I took my guitar with that. I, I'd written, I'd written music for singing years ago. You know, I just never had the, the, yeah, but would you sing it alone? Would you sing it alone, though? Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. I never had the confidence to, you know, I just, what? I just wasn't ready again. And, and finished incubating. But I went over there and we were in his basement and and I showed him the song I'd written and, and I was you're going to sing this part, whatever, and here's the melody. And then he said, well, just sing it with me so I know it. And I was like, okay. And uh, I just started, you know, and then I hit the harmony part mm-hmm. and it just was like, ooh, I like the way that feels. Ooh. and then in that moment we were just like well that felt good let's let's do more and then i i had a hard time with the first day in the studio when we made the record because there's a whole bunch of people in the control room and i was i was in this really nice this nice studio with this beautiful you know expensive microphone that picks up your heartbeat it's so sensitive <laughs> and i go to sing first line and and uh, you know my buddy scott is the engineer he i think they were laughing or something because i was like all, you know pitchy and all fucked up but i got that out of the way and it was like oh yeah cool it's just like just like when you play live or you do a clinic or something you make a mistake oh yeah you don't die it's the same concept here like you know it's all good and i made the record and then i just like man that was really fun so I kept doing it in my solo album I have coming up, the new one. Uh, there's, what is it, four, three or four, uh, I think it's four vocal songs and seven instrumental songs. So I just, wow. I kept, kept going. And then uh, Ben and I, Archival, we, we have a second album done. And I've, I've actually been working on this new project with my, uh, with my, uh, with my wife-to-be. And we're supposed to sing it on it. You know, and we're, we're just doing this. Uh, so you have your solo album already ready for the fall. And you have another archival album ready? Yeah, we're going to record that, I think, in the spring. It just depends on, I mean, we're both pretty, pretty busy guys with our own shit. But we've, because we usually do once, we were doing twice a week, just, you know, because I've been home for so long. And go over there, just place twice a week and just, I always, you know, I'm writing so much music that I just bring over four or five songs every week. I'm like, what do you think of these? And kind of just cherry pick and whatever. Yeah. Um. And then I have another album of stuff I've I've been kind of letting live in the on the shelf, so to speak. And you know, me and Setchko are going to do something with that. Uh, and I have a good chunk of another solo album written. <laughs> wow. Well, the the thing is, man, like I was touring so much previous uh, pre- with White Eyes and Dark and Rock with Human and shit. The two, sorry, the two previous albums. And I was still managing to get stuff done. And I was away 35, 40 weeks of the year. So I figured, man, if I'm home 52 weeks, I'll probably make two albums a year. And pretty much that's what I've been doing. Uh, did you try, did you tour for that for the wides, for the um, wide eyes in the dark? I did a couple tours with that. Yeah. And I did. Well, I did 2019 though, right? I mean, because of COVID, I mean, how did it affect you for touring? Uh, well, it came out in April of 2019. And then I did, 
I did a bunch of clinic tours and then I did a North American tour in the summer and then I did New Zealand, Australia and went in the fall. So it was, I got enough in. So you got a big window in. Cause I saw that. I'm like, recent. I'm like, usually, yeah, well, usually 2019 dates, uh, albums that came out really didn't get much of a tour. That's why yeah. I ask. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't typically love, I don't typically love to tour and shit. So it was enough to where I was like, okay, that that's cool. I'm good with that, you know. So, so you've really come to a lot of terms with a lot of things. This 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 year has been pretty important for you, as yeah. a singer. You begin to be getting married. You've learned that you are happier not being on the road. Oh yeah, way. Happier. But sometimes touring and making money and those are the necessary evils at some point. Are yeah. you going to revamp that now? How you approach the no, future the nice, once this nice opens thing, up again? Nice thing is touring never made me money, so I'm okay with not. Oh, then that's okay. Even better. <laughs> I mean. Well, some bands is different. It's actually some people yeah, are like touring. Of course, yeah. And then you have to. And then a lot of them are like, yeah, but I, I realized I have a family. And this is awesome. And so they realize their health is different. And so the world's different now. And people have been a yeah. little more introspective of their families. And it's like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the, the thing I learned, I, I suppose, over, over the past year and a bit is um, – it's I've managed to let go, which is beautiful because I know a lot of people who are still working on it. So I've managed to just kind of let go of the FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. And, and I've managed to kind of let, like, I've done enough trap. Like, I've been almost everywhere many times. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I've, I, I did it. You know, my, my wife's half Japanese, so we're, we're going to eventually you know, maybe move back, move to Japan or go to Japan for a few months at a time or something. So that's, that'd be cool. But um, I'm cool to just be at home working, man. And, you know, I, thankfully I, I own all my music and I, I have a good relationship with, uh, with a company that does all, Sheet Happens, shout out to them, does all my, you know, distribution and stuff. And I have a really successful guitar line. So I, I we want to talk about those two. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Some, some of other stuff, because you've got a lot of good stuff going on. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, I can do a lot. I can just sort of be here and I can close the door and sleep in my own bed. And it's great. So actually, and one of the things I've learned, and it sounds like you've got it, not mastered, but you've got it right at a good age, is being diversified in the music industry, in the new right. music industry. You know, in the old model, you had to tour a lot and do a lot of work and the labels were still, the labels were really just banks that had a lot yeah. of people that knew, but music helped right. you the middle people. Right. Yeah. You are your own person. You own your own music, which is the first thing anybody should tell anybody. The first thing anybody watch behind the music should learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to be a musician, you get like a stack of DVDs or some kind of social media, go watch behind the music and learn. Man, it's wild. The insanity of record labels and, and owning and Man, scary shit out there. Scary shit. Out there. So, so, but, but I know a lot of artists, they've said, I've made more money this year being on their, my own label, independently selling me things from my house, my trunk, my whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah. but online. But you also have, we'll talk about this so your guitar line and i also want to talk about you have a thing called homework oh yeah 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 yeah, for sure. yeah you do that too i want to cover everything you do okay cool uh, yeah we'll, we'll, kind of, well i'll so, just i'll kind of tell you what's going on right now just in in, in my yeah world um okay so previous years i was traveling so much and i was shooting these little videos from like hotel rooms and, and shit whatever and i figured why don't i start and I was really noticing, you know, Patreon and all these you know, monthly streaming services, essentially. I was like, why don't I just do something for lessons, guitar lessons, that real humble thing. 
it's like five bucks a month, cheaper than a for the month, cheaper than a latte. Uh, and it actually I, is a good price because there's a lot of stuff out there to compete. So yeah, it actually probably helps you more to have a better price because I was looking at your stuff and it's a lot better than. Yeah, and it's just it's like I don't I don't promise much. I just if you want if you want access to an archive of, of me just talking about guitar and what I'm working on, shit, it's five bucks a month, and there's like a closing in on a hundred weeks, so it's almost been two years. But um, what am I at ninety? I think this is week 91. I have to shoot it after this, actually. But I started doing this thing right before the pandemic, basically. And the the plan was I was gonna was gonna be cool. I'd have like a, a thing to kind of go with, like a behind the scenes thing to go with each video mm-hmm. because I would have been traveling. And I can just quickly shoot with an iPhone up, upload it, and off we go. But because I've been home, I've been able to make the videos longer and do contests and songwriting things and but you still kept the behind the music type of feel with your archival project oh yeah we did the entry and shit for that which was really cool but yeah i was doing the uh still doing the homework thing i'll be doing that for the foreseeable future it's just fun is it a challenge though to do that with new content every week because everyone goes i can do this i can do a podcast i can do this to really follow through with something well more than a a couple months yeah on media is a challenge and it is a challenge yeah i mean i i just kind of i just kind of i come from a background like i taught for a long time so i, I have a, a pretty deep reservoir of of like music theory and uh instruction and just stuff i like to riff, riff about and talk about so it's, it's actually quite easy for me i could probably do it i could probably do it for 10 years if, if i well, you can, at this point you always can repeat because you always lose people social media is so fast yeah that's true you know what i mean but i also shot this thing which was a huge project i shot this thing first uh bit of december then february then two weeks ago i finished it it's a what is it 20 hour course i'm putting out in new year uh it's like this it's pretty ridiculously massive project with a friend of mine grant cooper who did all my he's done all the videos and stuff for me but we shot this huge course it's kind of like a you know what you need to be a modern musician type of thing and so we got that coming out which is which is fucking ridiculous i'll be honest with you 20 plus hour course it's silly it's fantastic my god it looks it was shot on a bunch of film cameras it looks crazy how can you like any kind of analysis for details because one of the challenges and the cell points is hard is sometimes a lot of guitar players um it's very done and it feels like they're just putting a lot of stuff out there yeah not really needed like Oh yeah, I'm oh. playing. I got a, I got a course, and I, I'm sure this is in you. I've seen a lot of your instruction. I see you talk. I watched a lot of your stuff over the years. That's not that. If you can distinguish the audience, the difference of at least how your content's going to be a little different than than the standard. Oh, it's so a guitar player. You know, well, I don't the, know. The difference, yeah. is, the difference is I've actually done everything. I've done everything. I, I'm, I'm not new. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I see a lot of those and. They haven't, those guys, they're not musicians. They're, they're, they're not. There's a couple of them that are. Right. And those feel like a plus up a little bit. Like they're not, but they're not, those guys aren't producing anything else. So it feels like their, their shows and their episodes. Yeah. Like I actually bought, but it seemed like they have a lot more. You're like, even for a beginner, it feels like you're really just kind of stretching out your video to seem like you have a bigger yeah, package. And it's also this thing of, it's also this thing of, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. And that's, it's like this level of like disingenuous thought. And, and, and so for me, what we did and we, 
spent about a year and a half planning it. Um, and I mean, this thing is, this thing is insane. Like we took, so the whole point was I want to show, I told my life, the first like two hours of the thing is I just told my kind of life story and I just did it in one take. I just talked for two hours straight. It was fantastic. Um, and then we that's basically, quite a, that's quite a gift right there. Oh man. Yeah, was, I don't think even I could do that. It was fucking wild. Um, the production value alone is, it's crazy, man. And then we, uh, we, uh, I flew in different guests and stuff and we, you know, went to the studio and basically reverse engineered songs in a studio, what it's like, did a remixing, like showing it, it was, is a lot. There's a lot of shit. And then we did. Yes. And it sounds incredible. And for, oh, it's only 20 hours, which also sounds like it's, a, it's because time is limited for people nowadays. There's so much out there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be long. Like we're going to add these modules as we go on and stuff, but, mm -hmm. but anyway, so I got that coming out, which I don't want to bore no, you. Don't, don't, don't bore too much. Just, that, no, but that sounds pretty good. That sounds like it's really thought out. Another yeah, we'll, we'll deep, see. But I had, you know? had a good time. And then anyway, so then there's that, I got a bunch of records and shit coming out. And then I got, uh, I got, uh, my, like a bunch of records. Yeah. My, <laughs> Your life you're like I don't know yeah I mean it's funny right like the I'll never not be doing that so like I'm not I know you don't say no it's like I just had yeah. some ramen noodles for lunch it wasn't like regular noodles it was just like regular yeah it's just this weird thing where I try not to be old like too too precious about it because you know how everyone's like this is my best work my next one will be my best work my next one, you know it's just well it's I think you hope that and I always, I always say that's a, that's a hard thing to say to people and they're like it's my best work Kind of hope it is. I don't want to be sitting here when you're saying it's pretty much the worst thing I've ever done. I know. Well, usually I'm gonna spend the next year working on it, performing it. Well, then why? Maybe you should go back and work on it some more. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's a it's a scary thing. It's a, hopefully well, maybe it's time for a greatest album. Take a break. Just refresh yourself. You know, we still like yeah, the hits. Man, there's nothing wrong with doing that. My God. But yeah, so that that stuff is is that's a little bit more on the the sort of you know education side, which which uh, because that's how I started. I mean, I was doing mm -hmm. that pretty much from time I was 18 to about 24, six, seven days a week. I was just, just the teacher, you know, I was like, wow. Student after student, I had the bad back at 21 from sitting in a fucking chair all day. Like I had, I, you know, I had it, I had the, 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 uh, the parents give me an ear beating about why their kids are getting better. I lived that life for long enough, you know, and I figured. I would have lasted one lesson. Yeah. I'd be like, are you kidding me? It's tough. Man. It's tough. I do a little bit of, of teaching over, uh, over Skype or Zoom now. It's it's fun. I have like just a few students. We just basically we just talk. I just kind of give them advice or we just talk about music and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'm doing some of that and and yeah, like I said, I've got they're kind of surrounding me in different spots of this room. But I've got a bunch of guitars and that's been really cool. I think we're on the sixth or seventh year now with the model. I, yeah, wait, so you got your um, your seven you, years now, yeah. early on. You got a model, and yeah, that's that's really clear. Your own guitar model, and then yeah, yeah, it was it was really changed it up a little bit over the years too. Yeah, it was really weird, bizarre how that all kind of happened. You know, I I had been playing I was playing uh, dare I say the big F. I was playing their guitars for a long time, uh, and then I was approached by, by Schechter and they sent me a guitar to try and I, I kind of left it in the case for a while because I was afraid. I was like, fuck, this isn't going to be as good as my other guitars. 
And then finally, <laughs> from what I can remember, it's finally Mark, the VP, he, uh, he said, either you play it or send, send it back. We can't, it was a custom shop. It was a really nice guitar. Play it or send it back. You can't have it just sitting there. How long did you have it before that? <laughs> oh, my God. A couple of weeks, man. It just sat there. I was just, I, you know, I didn't I didn't know what Schechter, at the time, Schechter, when I was a kid growing up, and at least in the early 2000s when I was 14, 15, Schechter was a, was a uh, I associated them with new metal. I associated them with Papa yeah. Roche and, and uh, Crazy Town and, you know, these bands that were doom, 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 like that kind of, and I just, I never, this is even before I played music, I didn't even, I didn't like that music, so I just, I would just see the logo, and I remember the guitar magazines would have Schecter and those bands, I'm like, I fuck this, right, so I got the guitar, and, and I just let it sit there, but it was by far and away the, the nicest guitar I'd ever played, uh, so I, I started working with them. And the first thing we did was we did a clinic tour together. And then, I mean, the D, I've probably told this story a bunch of times, different interviews and shit, but basically the, they, the custom shop was being rebooted, the, the Schachter custom shop, which is what they started at as in the seventies. And I was, I just put out an album called Atomic Mind and I was very unknown. Even, yeah, it's early on. That was yeah, it was like 2013, 14, 14, like 14, yeah. Uh, so they were kind of rebooting, and I was coming up, and we just the whole point was like, like we want someone to kind of. So I became quote unquote the poster boy for the custom shop, and I kind of have you know I don't want to say I was responsible for anything, but I helped kind of get it out there again. And then within a few tours, so a couple months, they offered me a my friend Ryan, who's who's one of the top guys over there, he, he, you know, a very close friend, kind of a brother in a lot of ways at this point. He, uh, he's like, let's do it. Let's do a model. What do you want? And it kind of started there. So it's been awesome. seven years now. Yeah. I mean, for them to put the trust in me and then not, not just that, but for, for it to actually, cause you know how it goes, man, you see every NAM, all this new signature models. And by the end of the year, they're all gone. Right. It's just, well, the fact that's the thing, you this many years still doing it. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's 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 in its best year, you know, it's great. So so I don't know, I don't know what to what to make of that. I don't know why that's the case, because you know, it's essentially a you know, no, who the fuck am I, right? But uh marketing and, and promotion and, and stuff like that that has nothing to do with me is a is a beast on its own. So it just it just it caught a it caught a wave and, and it's always nice when a guitar becomes bigger than it's do you, do you do you think because you don't have a certain genre label to you, it's open for interpretation for the artists when they play the guitar? Possible, man. It's also because weren't you saying all the pictures that you're seeing of these other artists, and you thought that was bad. So in your mind, you were like locked into that type of music. Yeah, they see a picture of you. They really don't know much about what style you play. You listen to you because I still don't know what style you play when I listen to you yeah. all the time. I yeah. remember hearing Atomic like way back. I didn't, and it, it took me a while to be like, oh yeah, I heard Atomic. But like in the past, we used to hear other stuff. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, it doesn't always click right away. So yeah. you being that, and then they check you out. You don't really, you know, you're on your own music really. That's cool, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think also too, it's just, we're talking just straight business. It's a, it's a wonderful guitar for a very good price. <laughs> And it's pretty. It's a very pretty guitar. You know, the, the custom shop one specifically has that beautiful wangy neck, which became kind of instantly associatable with 
the way I play and stuff like that. And then the cheaper one, the Diamond Series one, just a beautiful guitar with features that other S-type guitars will say. Do Which not. One, um, it was the, is, uh, the Atomic Orange. Yeah, it's right there. You can I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I thought I, <laughs> I'm almost mad at you in a way. <laughs> I don't oh, even know you. I'm like, Nick! Like the Flintstones. The red oh, guitar yeah. we have me. I, I've been I'm gonna have it redone over. I've got some parts and whatever. It's an Aria Pro Two. I think it's A283. Great guitar. Right? Gonna do some work. It's, the paint job's kind of scratched up. Then it's gonna strip it down to like a wood color and then have it um, like the kind of like a burn. So like like blue coming through it to the wood, like coloring and stuff. Go back and forth with the guitar guy, and I'm always like sending pictures. And then I'm like, and I felt pretty confident for the last couple months that that's what I'm gonna do. And then I see the the color atomic orange, and I'm like. Oh my god, that's the color I want. That's exactly what I want. Yes, it's a beautiful. Like, oh, it's man. beautiful. Such a great color, and you can't see it. It's behind this big monstrosity here, but it's tucked under there with that, with the dark neck and the orange. It's oh man, it's just gorgeous. It's poetry, man. It, it is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, so yeah. So all you know, it, all that stuff. It all kind of contributes to uh, trying to survive as a musician and and. Well, you also endorse. You also see orange. You actually. Oh <laughs> you yeah. Endorse. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be more endorsed by anything than the color itself. Right. The amp orange. Yeah. Which is I, also a really great company. Yeah, they're a cool company. I, I kind of started working with them over the pandemic as well, and it was funny. It was. It was pretty much right. Before, you know, the whole point of working with an amp company is just you have someone, more or less, doing backline for you. So when you tour, you don't have to. Yep. On my level, I, I can't be taking a four by twelve with me in a in a you know section D thirty eight on a fucking Boeing aircraft. No. So I, you know, hopefully they they uh, they provide backline. So they were they're really cool, and and it was right when things started to go, kind of go south. So it's funny, man. All these corp companies and endorsements and stuff. I don't really know what they mean anymore. Uh, the guitar seems to be the one that makes the most sense because that's you know I don't typically in here. I, in this house, I don't don't play amps. I, it's too loud. So unless I'm touring or I'm in a studio or something, I'm I'm just plugged into my. I have a camper unit that I just run through my speakers. And it's, it's, I actually played my my speakers less. I had to move everything around because I mean, I'm, in, I'm in Connecticut. And we just had the big hurricane warning. I yeah. think we're gonna get hit. So I have a finished basement, which hasn't since I've been here has never been flooded or anything. It's fully finished and nice. But you New England, and you're in the basement, and this will be like pounded by rain. So I picked up everything off the floor. And I'm thinking, I have not played these amps very, very, very rarely. Everything's usually, I'm usually plugged into something. Yeah. Because my house, I mean, I can get loud. What am I going to do? I mean, that's my kid's, uh, you know, bass amp. And then over on my box, I'll play, you know. And But how much power do you need when you're just playing by yourself? Yeah, I, I don't like playing all that loud anymore either. It's just, I just find it, my ears get crispy by like half an hour in playing and yeah, just have a type of thing I keep here and plug it in my my uh, my UA interface and I'm good, man. I'm good to go. You know, there's one thing. You know, the days of like I used to have a bunch of Plexi kind of sounding amps. I would crank those up. It's like fuck yeah. And then even you go and play that stuff live, and you're just like it sounds way different. It's just you know, so well, the rooms are going to be different. The shapes, the sounds, everything just gets totally different. Put it in there. Yeah, I never did, did big enough shows to where I needed a fucking stack of four by 12 you know i wasn't doing ingve's great wall of marshalls well, usually those are empty anyhow I I i'm not saying for ingve in particular i'm just saying we've as we've learned as we've gotten older a lot of those backlines are empty 
They are. It's you just know. the look. It's the rock star look, man. Yeah, actually, I don't know for uh, but I just know I do a lot of bigger artists that were doing it for a while. So, I mean, nowadays a lot of the bands can go on go on with the kit, yeah. the module sounds with them and bring them on the plane. When they get oh, there, they just plug it in the sounds and it's yeah. copied out through the wherever the house has, and it's really man, cheap to fly. Even talking about playing live and touring is like making me so glad I don't have to do that shit anymore. <laughs> so, so you're not going to really do that much touring. I mean, if I do, it's going to be real. Like, it's gonna be real. Come on, you need to have the anxiety of singing and playing guitar in front of people. Yeah. Come on, you need that in your life. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean... How hard, was, how hard was that, singing and playing guitar? Oh, it's I would like to not, ask that. Not, not, not too bad. I mean, a lot of the stuff... Not, a lot of the really? Stuff, uh, not that hard to play. Yeah, my stuff's... My music's really not that hard to play. I mean, it gets specific when I'm maybe doing more solely stuff, but the music's, like, not, not too bad. But... I mean, uh, do you think... I mean, isn't anything at a certain point besides fast shredding almost easy to play if, you, if you're showing how to do it. It's cr the creating the simplicity, the, the Beatles-esque part of a song where you're like, that's a, that's a snappy song. I could never have thought of that. It's so simple. Like, you really can't, you know what I mean? That's yeah. where the, the talent yeah, comes from. You can't really quantify that. I mean, a lot of that's just the, again, it's just the work. It's just the time, you know, time spent in front of the type. That's what I'm saying. You're saying it's simple. It's not like it's not. It, it's just, it's easily interpreted. When somebody you and you show it to one. There you go. That's a way of putting it. It's easily it's easily performed or interpreted, but it's not easy in its inception or creation. creation. Um, but I mean, if I am going to tour, I mean, like you never say never, right? But if I'm if I am going to tour or do something, it, it's going to have to be something cool. Um, if I if Schechter wants me to do clinic tours again, I mean, I I'm fine with that. That's easy. That's whatever. It's me and my friend Ryan. We go out and we just eat really good food and I play a show for an hour a day yeah, that's cool but um yeah man I don't know I think touring the, it's just I never really like I don't think it's be, I think it's because I never re, I'm also diabetic so my health takes a beating when I'm on the road oh, blood yeah. sugar is just fucking all you know it's a mess so um yeah I mean here's the thing if anyone's listening that wants to see me live if you do ever see me post a tour make sure you come to it because it might be the last one i don't know but <laughs> you know uh, well you're also older now too i mean when people are older and they take care of themselves it's not like people used to really want a tour it was in their 20s and you had a tour and yeah. part of it is the model still for some people but if you don't have to i think it's great that a lot of rock bands now can do these package shows and they can fly out on the weekends yeah. do a good rock show on a package deal yeah get paid better than they would do three shows and traveling around the world yeah yeah and they come back off the week yeah. yeah yeah it's great i mean i'm I'm not even it's funny too because like i don't know if there's some illusion that i'm a big artist but you know I, I don't really think i can draw anyway so i'm not i'm not too worried about it and i'm not competitive about it like i see people posting yeah i'm doing this tour it's like cool man like whatever i'm getting eight hours of sleep i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> well if you, you know, can survive and do what you'd love to do no but it, it's that's what i'm saying but you're also and as you talk about in your use the word module, yeah. you actually have different modules in your life that you can yeah. move around during different parts of, of like this pandemic's been financially. You're like, oh, I can, I can still teach now. I have time to teach here. I can move this here. And I can, when I can tour now, okay, now let's do some structure stuff here. And then you, it might keep you from being bored or burnt out because you're not doing that one thing in front of you all the time. And then you yeah. depend on that for your, your income and it's your love. And eventually, it's just going to be a nightmare. I mean, that's what happens. Yeah, you know, and I, I just, in terms of like, you know, maybe what people think of me because of the internet and, and the 
association with maybe there's like a thing behind it. It's always guitar, the hero kind of guy. I mean, like, I would rather people be more interested in what I'm creatively working on as opposed to my guitar playing anymore anyway. So I, cause I don't want to, you know, a lot of the shit, I don't want to be playing like that forever. I, I'd rather just, I love playing. I have a Moog thing I bought here recently and I have, you know, keyboard. I like playing keyboard, man. I love just that. Sometimes I'll come in here and just play piano and stuff. I love that. So I, you know, I'm just really, and, I'm so invested in writing music that like to be away from that again for a month at a time, it's hard. It's really, really hard because you just, you, it's really hard to have that output or, or that release story to work those muscles when you're, when you're on a tour bus with eight other guys farting in your face the whole time, you know? So I tell you, I couldn't even go across the town. Like I, I joke with someone, you know, you should do a tour with your kids. They, they, they play. I'm like, they don't even get in the car with me to begin with. I'm like, we wouldn't make it across the town. Like, you'd be like, <laughs> Rolling Stone. I couldn't, you know, you're Rolling Stone, so you need like, different, different parts of the stadium for touring. Like, it's, I couldn't imagine at this point in my life doing that with people. Yeah, it's, you get to, and I've always been a little bit of a, of a I don't want to say introvert, but, I, you know, I, there's part of me, I mean, I'm both. I'm kind of straddled the line, extrovert, introvert. But, you know, I love... I love being in here, man. I but you're also talking about music. Like you're talking to me with strangers that we've met, but like what we have a lot in common, we can talk like I'm the same way. I won't talk to like, you know, I'm talking all over the internet or whatever. Yeah. But you won't see me in a crowd of people talking. Right. You know what I mean? I feel comfortable talking to musicians and and, yeah. and, and that's what I don't, you know, all the personal stuff is like, yeah. Yeah. And it, but it's weird too, because, you know, at the same time, like I said, I say that, we'll see i mean I, I didn't expect to get this far anyway so i don't know what's going to happen i don't know if someone says do you want to do this tour here's the logistics of it blah 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 okay or then you, you, you do you need to get like a school bus and you revamp it up so you and your wife can go together and if you have a kid you need a little mobile studio and it's becomes a family thing and it becomes a family <laughs> joking you need to keep it going so it has all these little pieces to it for you i think that's the kind of person like, you, you mobile, how you serve bus. let's just take an ambulance we'll rip the shit out of the back you better you oh, that'd be awesome on to get to the perfect yeah. but uh yeah we'll see man we'll, we'll see i'm not too worried about it. i'm not too worried about any of that stuff as long as i get okay. to, as long as i have electricity i'm good to go and power all this garbage in here where does your go-to guitar? Just out of curiosity. Right now, your... I've been using this guy, this guy back here. This is the. Uh... What do you have in there for uh, pickup pickups? Just this more. Ones, I could probably look it up, but I'll ask you what we're talking. Where do they? Is it? Yeah, that's cool. They make them for me. Those are my Schecter ones. They um, they make a set now for the with the humbucker and the and the single coils. Yeah. Um, I try to get them. Just I just keep everything with the family. You know, I don't. I used to, I be, used to ask because I'm always curious about sound, so I actually like to ask for that person itself. Oh about yeah, sound because I got a couple of guitars. Like I said, I'm doing this right on. I might have another one I'm doing. So I'm always yeah. looking for new new pickups. So well, yeah, they. I mean, they're really great. They they sound awesome. You should, if you want a good, what would you compare the sound to? Like, what would you say? Uh, uh, they're a little bit lower output, and um, it is a Alnico. What is it? A three, I think. So it's, it's got a very, okay. So the whole point of these pickups was I was using a lot of stuff when I was younger and everything to me always had a bit of that sound to it. That kind of, and I, I hated that sound and I just didn't know how to get rid of it until I had 
um, at, at the time, the guy who was at Schechter was, he's now the head of the Fender Custom Shop. This guy, Johnny Desi. Him, him and I were working on the guitars together. And I said, can I get rid of that? You know, can I get rid of that cold nose sound? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just ripped the, those mids out of it. And I was like, oh my God. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know what, I, I wasn't really, I didn't, I didn't have any money growing up. So I, I wasn't buying pickups and stuff. I just, companies would sometimes give me them. I can't solder. So I would like, I, well, just, I can't either. I, that's why I ask. And so like, I'm not yeah. going to be ripping a bunch out. I'm not going to be able to do a thousand Frankenstein. So I'm kind of being very particular about asking a bunch of questions before I funnel myself down. Yeah. No, they're cool. I, I, I have, I've used, well, if, if sound wise, if for reference, uh, everything I've done over the past four or five years, I've pretty much been with those. Really? Yeah. If you want to. On that pickup? Yeah. yeah. Okay. With the single. Yeah, if, if you're, well, especially if you have this new album coming in, it's all done. The whole record, actually, the whole archival record is done with that. Because it sounds kind of warm to me when you do it. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. And I have a, a T model over there, which will be out in the spring. I would go and get it, but it's, uh, it's kind of weird way in the corner. Anyway, yeah, those are the the, the kind of go to. Okay. Parts. But I have them all over the place. I just, if I'm near one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, I want to give you some. Uh, Thank you for coming on today, and I like oh, to have you. God, yeah, my pleasure. my pleasure. We'll have you come back again, um, as you have different stuff too, if you want. Yeah. The uh, but I wanted to talk just we covered a bunch of things today. I don't usually see from you in interviews. People usually ask you specifically about different different things you do. I think people will be pleased to hear just you. Yeah, I yeah. no, I tip, I never have a. I have, I never have a specific agenda or, or kind of anything to hide behind. I just, I just kind of have to be honest. You know, I, I, uh, I do this because I like to do it and, and I will be doing this hopefully till I physically am unable to, <laughs> maybe by then I'll have some like technology where I can remove my head and put it in a jar and then have robot arms to you know, <laughs> like future armor or something. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. I just find music and, and guitar playing. It's a, it's a craft and it's like anything you have to just, you just lifelong, you know, it's a lifelong thing. And, yeah, and perfect, uh, perfect. Uh, in, my, in my thirties right now, hopefully I'm just tip of the iceberg. You know, I, I hope I peak in my seventies or something. We'll see. Well, you keep going for it. You'll see. That's it. Right, you know, I thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure.